2: Hello and welcome to Jokes with Mark Simmons, the podcast where I chat to another comic about gags, routines, stories that they've had to put in the bin because they don't work. Today I am joined by uh, Laura Lex, but before that, for this intro, I'm once again joined by Joel, producer Joel. Hello. He's back. Great feedback from last week about you, Joel. What did it say? I can't remember. It's, I think it's something. To, so they saw one person said, "I like it." <laughs> <laughs> he did just that. Those three yeah, words. He said, "I like it." Uh, apparently, I sound a bit robotic when I was just doing it on my own. That the person that said that sounds robotic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, we had some good feedback. Um, we had more feedback on that joke from two weeks ago that we keep getting feedback about the joke about um, my flatmate is still at work Mm. he's a human statue and we're still working on that joke we're still working on that joke Yeah, well done Joel Martin said that he thinks by saying flatmate he reckons it might confuse the audience about the word flat they might be looking for a joke about like a pun on flatmate like you know do you know what I mean Joel? a flatmate like yeah a like Bruce. thin yeah yeah paper thin man yeah yeah paper thin man so yeah. so he is that what you think take, when you hear the word flat mate no no I just think of someone you live with yeah interesting okay. but you know you know this is what Martin thought maybe other people think that so he think that's distracts from the joke I don't think that's actually going to make a difference I do think it doesn't help but I still don't think it'll work but I will try it again I'll try yeah. it just for you Martin I'll report back next week. Hey, if you're a human statue, why don't you tweet us and let us ah. know the preferred how you like to be referred to? Yeah, it would take them ages, though, wouldn't it, to tweet it? Not if you put a quid in their hat. Oh, yeah, because they suddenly come into yeah, life. They spring into life for a quid. Yeah, they yeah. do. <laughs> so on today's episode, we have Laura Lex. Uh, we went down to Brighton, recorded it in a flat before uh, Before I did a, we did a show at The Comedia. Um, great comedy room, one of my favourites. We chat like jokes a lot. There's good jokes. But also we chat about uh audiences getting offended and and why that Tricky topics. Tricky topics and how I get quite tense around any any women. tricky women <laughs> <laughs> I get really tense around women. Mm. Speaking of which, here's Laura Lex. So Oh, I, I, oh that's nice You've got a nice big energetic smile Because we, we were just <laughs> For this, listeners We were just saying no, We're both quite tired Yeah Because I've done two of these today And I used to do two in one day And get really tired on the second one And I was alright on the second one today But I'm feeling a little bit the third A bit sleepy the Like I could have a nap <laughs> do you, I get that when I'm I, just, I could just I'm one of those people I can just nap Just nap anyway And I could with well, you two So producer Joel and Laura I could just sleep now and it wouldn't, I'd be able to drop off with you two here. Is that weird? Could you? Totally. 100%. If I close my eyes now, I could fall asleep.
3: Oh, no. I have to have, like, really specific conditions <laughs> to you? sleep. Yeah.
2: No, it's really bad because, like, when driving, I could easily fall asleep at any time. <laughs> I just don't close my eyes when I drive. You um, <laughs> shouldn't really, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I've sort of explained the podcast to you. It's just, uh, I've got some, and then we'll just sort of Tell each other—it's a bit like workshopping, but you know, just go through what you've tried and what you haven't tried. So when, because with me, with my, because I do one-liners, I have to write loads, and mm. then I cut mo- way more than I use. So how is that? How, how does that work with your stuff? Because you you tend to talk about topics that are quite interesting, but you're still very gaggy, Yeah. which is why I, I like your act particularly because I'm all about the funny. If I you like can jokes, do, but if you can do it, because like, I, I can't talk about anything important, It just doesn't work with how I do it. But you seem to be able to mix it in. So, do you come up with the gags first and then stick it in, or do um...
3: you? I think because with you your persona's sort of based on being knowingly stupid, isn't it? Like you what? play on <laughs> Oh my god, mate. Has no one ever told you? No, you um... come across real dumb.
2: <laughs>
3: but you sort of play up getting things wrong and you play this like, you know, you've got it wrong on purpose character. Yeah. I think that's the thing with jokes like I can't do angry no. if I get angry in a bit it just stops working people will not buy anger from me is that
2: because you're so nice and I think off the bat? I
3: think so I think it's because yeah. my natural resting face is smiling mm. even when I'm like I've just done a whole Edinburgh show about depression and infertility yeah and I've watched videos of it back and I'm beaming at the camera (laughs) through the whole thing like talking about planning my suicide like smiling my head off and and so I think as soon as I get angry it sounds a bit fake and people just sit there going like oh I don't know but yeah I'm like you I like jokes so when I write a bit I think what I tend to do is write it out as prose first and kind of get all the ideas out and then I sort of go back through and thread jokes in
2: oh, okay. to make
3: sure that there's set up punchlines. Yeah. Cuz I hate stand up that's just a waffly chat and Me someone too. making a point. It's so boring. Yeah. Put jokes in.
2: Yeah. So you're so you so you've got so you're you're working on a topic and you go into that. So when you go into new material nights, will you just go up with some ideas? Or will you always sort of go up with the structured gags and just hope they work?
3: I used to just go up with ideas. Now I'm better at going up with pretty much a whole bit, but it is made up of jokes. Yeah. So, like, I'm working out a bit at the moment about... uh, What's the bit that I'm working out? I'm working out a bit at the moment about the discrepancy of... um what's required of a man and a woman to go to a wedding in terms of effort for what you wear okay. and so the bit for being a woman I'm sort of describing going shopping for a dress to wear to someone's wedding Yeah, and so it is sort of a story about going to Blue Water and trying on loads of dresses in loads of shops and stuff but every single bit of it is a joke so I've mm. got like you turn up to the shop and the music's on really loud and the lights are really quiet it's like Shopping in a party cave, like so, it's not. It's not like strictly like a one-liner that would work if you did it, Mm. like just as a separate standalone. Yeah, but the
2: the description
3: of it's got set up punchline.
2: Yeah, so if you write a bit like a a whole section like that with a load of gags in, when you try them, um, not all the gags will work. but but do you find because I would think that would be quite difficult to then, if if one if a couple of bits in the middle that connect everything don't work, that must be so annoying to then have to work out how to get from the first joke that works to the fourth joke that works. Yeah. Is that yeah. tough? Yeah,
3: and sometimes um, that is really annoying. There's a bit in the last show I just did, Trying, where right at the end of the show, so the whole show's been built around this holiday that I went on to France, and it's all been about dealing with anxiety through it. And then at the very end of the show, um, I kind of recreate a panic attack on stage, and mm. it's all been sparked by this... Um, soap dispenser that's needlessly complicated so you know like you get soap dispensers now that you wave your hand in front and soap. Comes oh yeah, out. yeah 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 and so it's it starts... don't explain it either no they it's... never do no. and you're trying to like work out where the button is <laughs> and um excuse me so so it so that was like the kickoff and i had like about six minutes of material on stupid soap dispensers and stupid hand dryers and how it's all getting too complicated and yeah. why are scientists, like, wasting time on this and and all this stuff. And then it just wasn't really working. And I think it was because, um, because by that point in the show, you're so invested in these other more interesting ideas that mm. then me taking four minutes out to be like, and what's the deal with soap dispensers? Just felt like... What's happened? Why is she talking really, about this?
2: Even though it's linked to the, the the trigger.
3: Yeah, but I think the jokes were too like flippant on it. Right. Um. So I kind of tried it out quite a few times in different previews, like really tried it, and really every time was like, nah, I've lost them. Mm. Would take it back and like rehone it. Yeah. And in the end, just had to like agree with myself that that bit of material, like maybe. I can just rework that into a more standalone like club 20 bit yeah um but had to reduce it down to the show so that I, I'd still explain that it was a soap dispenser that had done it so that like because I kind of used that as a thing for this imaginary conversation that I was having with a kid mm. the show sounds very weird when you talk about it out of context <laughs> like this but um but yeah I just even though I, th- I think those jokes technically were were good and yeah. like they had worked when I'd done that bit as a standalone bit at new material nights they it was working and people were like yeah it was stupid but it just didn't work in that
2: show so that's interesting because you so there you've taken an observation and then you've added gags as in proper gags Mm. within that i don't think i've ever been able to do that like i've got no idea how to do observational like i'll think of something and then it just doesn't but you saying that straight away i was like yeah that is annoying Mm. like i've never been able to do that but that's quite not many people do that today like be able to sort of then hit gag 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 after after an observation because you got them on board then haven't you yeah
3: i think because i think when i first started writing material i was quite not very good at exploring the whole of the subject so now when I write on ideas, what I do most of the time is if I've thought of something like soap dispensers, um, my first thing I do is write a blog post about it. So try and oh. do like four or five hundred words on it's one subject. It's a bit like subject. someone
2: trying to gag out on Twitter. You've almost yeah, use that as but a but I model. do it
3: in a full prose and then I kind of find sort of like completely wringing the sponge out of ideas, like getting yeah. everything that my brain can think to connect that out. Mm. And then it works written down. And then if I still think it's got potential to work as out loud stuff, I will take it from a blog post that's meant to be read and restructure every sentence to be an out loud gag. So then looking at everything that looks like a joke and moving the bit that will elicit the laugh to the end of the sentence. Oh, wow. Because so like, when I think when you write, you can be a bit more fluffy about the structure. But when you write for speaking you have to make sure that the bit that's going to make someone laugh is the last word you say yeah, in the sentence. Yeah. yeah. So, so then that... I... Yeah, there's that editing bit that's oh, got wow, to that's there. Oh, wow, that's a really
2: interesting way of doing it. I, I, I'll chuck one of mine in, shall I? Yeah. I, I've kind of... I've got... These are not great, but that's kind of the point. But I do worry sometimes with this podcast that because I'm not on TV yet, I... People, this is the first time they might hear of me and they might just <laughs> think, You're
3: really shit ju- they just think <laughs> I just do really
2: bad jokes. I just want to make it clear. I have got some good ones.
3: Maybe you should bookend the podcast with a little like two Snip minutes it. of really good stuff.
2: Just with an audience laughing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's, a, that's a good idea. Maybe, Maybe we should do that. The intro and outro is a good yeah. joke and an audience reaction. I think so. Just to, you know, give people confidence <laughs> in me. But these ones uh, that, okay, this one didn't even do live. Knew it was bad. <laughs> but I, but because of this podcast, I write down everything, every little stupid thought. Yeah. Okay, uh, I had surgery where they remove parts of your body to make you look younger. They took ears off me. <laughs>
1: <That's> <laughs> so bad.
2: <laughs> That's so bad. How, okay, it's a little game. Sometimes I play. How many retweets do you reckon that got? Four. Oh,
3: two.
2: Oh, how many likes? So two retweets. So maybe eight likes.
3: Three. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's quite a high retweet to like yeah. ratio. One of those
2: That's retweets it. was me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't thought about that. That might be actually. I don't know if I, cause I do retweet mine sometimes. Is that bad? I do it because it just so different people at different times might yeah. see it. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it does look a bit sort of, i look at him retweeting his own jokes, mm. own bad <laughs> That's jokes.
3: Right. Especially if you post them in the middle of the night, sometimes because they just—that's much traffic going past. No, yeah, yeah.
2: that i give that. That's probably why that didn't get many retweets because that's yeah. I probably yeah. posted like it time. at a bad time. Um, as as uh, I'll do another bad one and then um, oh yeah, this is bad. Uh, I was talking to my friend Hermani and then all of a sudden she appeared. I was like, oh, speaking of which, <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's
3: did a you very do nice
2: you, polite laugh? It's nice. Did you, you do talks. that on Twitter? I did do that on Twitter.
3: See, that's but that that's got to be out loud, surely.
2: How, how many do you reckon that's uh, more or less retweets than? Uh,
3: I reckon probably less, but only because you've got to. Surely, because of the spellings, that's an out loud joke.
2: Oh yeah, I oh, no, I think um, I spelt it "witch" as in
3: "ha ha ha." Yeah,
2: and that they got it because they said it in their heads. Yeah, they went, oh, I get it.
3: But I wouldn't retweet something where I had to sit there for a second and go, huh? huh, huh oh, yeah, I don't that, think anyone yeah. would. Have you two, done that out loud? Would. Two
2: did it. It was the same amount as the taking is off. Of Have oh, I done it out loud? No, no, I'm not going to do that one. Oh, could do you think?
3: I think you, I'd try that out loud. Do you think
2: Hermione's the best one? Because originally I said, who's the other famous witch? Sabrina. I said, my friend Sabrina. Mm-hmm. But that's more my era of when I was a teenager, Sabrina the a But it's on Netflix now, actually. Yeah. But Hermione's the most famous witch. But I didn't know she was a witch. I I, I thought she was a wizard. I thought it's sexist, isn't it? If, you, if why is What she about if
3: you changed it to one of the teachers, like Professor McGonagall? Because then Never people have also got them. longer with the name for it to sink in.
2: Professor, is that a witch? Professor
3: McGonagall? Yeah, is the witch. <laughs> I don't know anything. That's a trouble. She's the, the trouble. Transfiguration teacher. Which, which one's she? She's Maggie Smith.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, Maggie Smith. So just say Maggie? No, because that's really no, me about that won't the actor. work. <laughs> no, do you think that would work? Because I've never heard of that witch.
3: I reckon that would just give you longer. Because Hermione's actually. Could be other things, couldn't it? You kind of want a witch that is definitely definitively is a, known as only...
2: I've never heard of anyone called Hermione other than that one.
3: Yeah, there's like a... Is it Hermione Norris? Is she an actress?
2: Oh, she might be. I don't know.
3: And mm. Hermione... Oh, my I feel friend, like is a Greek god of something or other. My
2: friend with a wart on a... No, it's just really mean. No, I can't do that. No, that wouldn't work. That's that's just... Speaking
3: of witch. who else is there? Like, was the one...
2: What are those three witches? It was called Witches. The Hocus Pocus. Hocus pocus. But it wasn't called Witches. It was called Hocus Pocus. The
3: Witches. I can't remember what she's called in The Witches. Oh, the is one it called that... The Witches? The oh. one that, um, that not... Angelica Houston plays. I can't remember what she's called, no. though. I
2: could, but, And then I did think about Wicked Witch of the West, but you have to say witch in it, so then the joke yeah. wouldn't work.
3: Glinda the Good Witch, isn't it, in
2: Oh, yeah, Wicked. wicked. If um, you had describe that play in one mm, word, what would it be?
3: Witches.
2: Witches. Okay, fair enough. What?
3: <laughs> Sorry, I was still thinking of witches. I thought you were going to say wicked. was um, fun.
2: <laughs> I, I, I just, yeah, I just don't think it's very good.
3: Yeah, there's no like definitive witch, is there?
2: No, I don't think so. Do you want to hear another uh, Harry Potter joke? Yes. That doesn't work. Um, apparently, there's um, there's a spin off. Uh, Harry, there's. Apparently there's a Harry Potter spin-off coming. no. Hang on.
1: <laughs>
2: Apparently there's a Harry Potter spin-off called Dumbledore coming out. Okay. Do you get it? Yeah. Because he was gay. <laughs> is he gay? Um
3: yeah. she sort of hinted that he maybe was.
2: Oh, is that not a definite thing? I don't watch Harry Potter. Uh,
3: it's not like a it's not basically I just took It's the- not canon. It doesn't happen within the a, written word there, but is, she's talked jk rowling's talked about it since
2: is there a famous character in something that comes out or is just gay
3: in harry potter no, or anything, anything anything um i mean there's quite a few babe yeah
2: like what's the most famous <laughs> though what's the most well-known gay character in something who isn't the main character <laughs> so would need a spin-off <laughs> Is that too much to
3: uh um, too specific?
2: I'm working re- normally I don't make the other sort of the interviewee <laughs> do do work for my act. But
3: I see what this podcast is now. Here's some jokes I don't have. Can you fix it? I'm him,
2: really struggling to get an act. So Julius, <laughs> you know you're the first person I think that I've actually tried to workshop with I love so working hard. on other
3: people's jokes.
2: Oh great. Um maybe I knew that. that's why I'm doing this. I just don't can't think of a gay character that's like Iconically, is there? Do you think just drop it? Just rubbish. Uh. I don't know how to deal with these topics. Like <laughs> it's so awkward. As soon as I say something that might be construed badly, I'm just like, oh no, but then, exit, just, just, edit. I think
3: that's the problem now, isn't it? Like, I think there's a weird thing in comedy of just avoiding a topic altogether in case it offends someone, when actually if you look at it and go like, but who could possibly be offended by that? Like my thing is I always as long as I'm okay doing that joke in front of the person that the joke is about yeah, yeah. then I'm happy with it like yeah. I I don't mind joking about anything as long as um like
2: I've got a gay a joke that has a gay setup yeah and it works best in Brighton yeah because everyone else gets tense yeah. when I bring up the gay line in the setup but it's just a silly word play there's nothing offensive yeah. in the slightest but some audiences don't laugh because it's got the setup.
3: It's so stupid, though. I have a bit that I do where um, I'm playing a load of characters in a scene, um, like a little wildlife documentary scene, and I I set it up with some wildebeests. (laughs) And then I go over and I play the lions, and the lions have the same voice as the wildebeests. (laughs) And one of the lions says to the other one, like, oh, it's it's a bit weird, we've got the same accent. Like, I think this is why she's not more famous. I've seen you do this bit. Yeah, and then I give the lions like a Kenyan accent. Yeah. And the audience goes so (laughs) awkward at a white person doing an accent that's not traditionally a white accent. And then I, like, scrap it and go, like, all right, then we'll do a French accent. And the whole point at the end of the bit is that the audience relax when I do a French accent and I go, oh, yeah, the yeah, audience yeah. are much more relaxed now because they are assuming that all French people are white. Yeah, 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 and yeah. you kind of turn it round. But you see the audience get really tense, like, you can't do an accent that's not the same skin colour as you. And you go, yeah. but it's reductive to say that because then you're just saying that all English accents are white people yeah. and all black people have African accents. That's so yeah, yeah. stupid. That's ridiculous. Uh, lions aren't black. No
2: are they? They're, they're just frozen. They're yeah. ginger. <laughs> it's so dumb. That's, you know, that's free for all and gingers. <laughs> are lion's ginger? They are sort of ginger, aren't they? Strawberry blonde. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
3: Hmm. In- I think sometimes some subjects get people, like, difficult. I've had a joke that didn't make the last show I did um, about recycling. And I think the joke was something like... One um, uh, of the animals most at risk from... Deforestation is the orangutan, and orangutans need loads of space because every night they make a different bed to sleep in, which makes you think: if even orangutans can't be fucked to recycle, then why am I doing it? (laughs) And that just never, just never got anything. I I
2: don't know. Do you think think because it's not, so people might think not get that it's that they are recycling the same bed.
3: Yeah, I think also maybe like the subject is just too stressful for people. Do you think so? I don't know.
2: See, to me, that's a lot less stressful than a lot
1: of subjects.
2: Huh? Yeah, because people I've got, are really.
3: I had another one about like plastics that really works that I talk about. Um, DVDs coming in cellophane, I'm talking about like waste plastic. And I go, Mm. why did new DVDs come wrapped in cellophane? Has anybody ever opened a DVD case and gone, oh, bollocks, this one's gone stale? (laughs) And then I do a little bit about like which actors go off quicker. And that always makes people laugh. And even though the setup to that, I say, I spent an hour and a half thinking about the fact that the cellophane off the box was going to outlive my great-grandchildren. Why do we even have cellophane on the boxes? And So yeah, it is yeah. quite a bleak setup. Like the, all this plastic, everything you've ever taken out of a plastic case is, that plastic's there somewhere. Yeah. Um, but that, but that is is still really makes people laugh.
2: That's very pro, you're saying it is stupid. Yeah. Why, what's the point of having that there? So that's...
3: Maybe that's the thing because maybe at the end of the orangutans, I'm going. So why should I bother recycling yeah, if yeah. you're not going to? It's maybe. Just I think people change. know that I don't think that. So maybe I'd have to change it to be like my next mission is to get orangutans to recycle, and then yeah. maybe I've got a chance to make my parents yeah, do it or yeah. something.
2: Yeah, have a go at the orangutans for.
3: I think authenticity in your voice is quite. I don't know if it's the same for a one-liner, but Legends with me, as
2: well. orangutans.
3: Maybe I'm quite gingerous. I, I feel like all the be. animals I pick on. I am feeling
2: so. a bit offended. Oh, <laughs> ginger. Most of you wouldn't know I'm Ginger, by the way. (laughs) He's Ginger,
3: and none of his jokes work. Unbelievable.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Could you want to hear another one of mine? Yes. Um, What have we got? Oh, this one I can't do. To be honest, it's a a bit out of date anyway. Although it is topical now, but you'll see why not. Um, uh, Someone asked me what the best Michael Jackson video is i said the one in the car park they went not bad <laughs> but i think it's just, and that a joke about the song bad is probably too old anyway that's i mean that's not but it's topical as in but then it's with michael jackson now it's topical but you don't want to talk about it because it yeah. just instantly puts horrible why
3: why do you put the one in the car park and not just like thriller or something
2: because bad not bad. Yeah, bad but is the song?
3: Why don't when you're saying the one that you like? Oh, is bad. Oh, filmed in the car park.
2: Yeah, yeah. So uh, not bad.
3: Okay, because you could all, you say, could do that like bad. a little bit clearer. You could yeah you could oh thriller oh not bad.
2: Oh, but you think, yeah, that might yeah. Not bad. It's all how you say it. Yeah. I just because that
3: requires you knowing that the bad video happens in a car park. Okay. Which I was sat there going. Which one? Car park, Michael Jackson. What's the punchline going to be? Because I, be I don't you, know guys, Michael Jackson.
2: I'm not 100% of it. it is. I think it is. I don't I know. I think it's in the car park. Yeah, he does a dance in the car park. I Probably. felt like all the his are in the car park. He does
3: a dance somewhere, doesn't he? It's yeah. It's cheap, cheap, isn't it, to film yeah. in a car park? <laughs> Like, I find this really weird. So I did a corporate last week and they send you all these guidelines beforehand and they go, you can't do any offensive material. And you oh, think, if you think I'm so the broad. sort of person that would do offensive material, why have you booked me? Yeah. Like, but well, the- who thinks that, they, like, I just, that I find that idea baffling that my main objective, I want you to laugh and then be upset. Yeah, That's yeah, what yeah, I'm yeah, trying yeah. to do is make some people laugh and make some people feel shit about themselves.
2: Yeah. That's really weird. Yeah, the every joke could offend someone. Sure, any subject matter. I
3: just, I, I wouldn't tell a joke that I wouldn't defend afterwards. There's, if some, if I couldn't look someone in the eye afterwards and be like, "This is why I tell that joke," then I won't do it.
2: Yeah. So I, okay, this might not make the final cut. I've got a joke that involves AIDS, right? And I've never done it because just because of the subject matter, and it is just a wordplay joke. Mm. Might be a bit more than that. But I, there's a, I, I was just chatting to someone in the audience at one of my gigs, and they were, I think they were into AIDS research or like the, into the science. Mm. And then I said, Can I just test this joke with you? And they said it's fine. Mm. But I'm not sure it is.
3: What's the joke? Okay.
2: So, um, you know the film where Tom Hanks has AIDS? Mm. Is it called Philadelphia because it's easily spread?
3: <laughs> but that's a is disease that- joke.
2: Yeah, is it? Yeah, so what's...
3: So who's being offended by that? Like, you can so be but, sensitive but to that AIDS idea.
2: Suffered, or you know someone suffer from AIDS, would you not sort of, be offended because it just upsets you that your joke, you're getting a laugh from talking about sure. The I don't. I think it's fine. Like I, it's just wordplay. It's nothing offensive. But you I
3: aren't. Think. You are What you're doing there is saying that this is an easily transferable disease. If you break that joke down, you aren't saying that people with AIDS are inferior in any way. You are not making light of the symptoms that you suffer from. Yes, someone could hear that and feel sensitive to the idea of it. But your intention with that joke is. The victim of that joke is not someone suffering from AIDS. The victim of that joke is the disease itself being easily transferable.
2: Yeah. That's, yeah. And if anything, I'm drawing attention to it.
3: Yes. I you mean, know. you're not a hero, babe, but you are. Um, I thought you
2: were trying to get that across. <laughs> yeah.
3: Or I just always break it down. Who is the victim yeah. of the joke? Who is, who am I taking the mick out of? So if I put on an, a Kenyan accent... If I was doing that accent and then the next line was, and don't they sound dumb when they do that, then I'm not cool with doing that accent. But if I'm doing that accent and the point of that accent is that white people assume that all accents other than Kenyan are for white people Mm. and African accents are for black people, then to me it's a very different subject. And if... If also, if I felt like I walked into a room and there were lots of people of colour in the audience and I went, oh, I'm not going to do that joke then, yeah. then I stopped doing that joke immediately.
2: But I think the core funny of that joke is the original thought that why why aren't the lions, why don't they have an African accent? Yeah. That's the funny. Yeah. Which has nothing to do with no. being black or white. But that's, that's... where
3: I think sometimes this nervousness of getting it wrong means that we put false priorities out there and that the like I think it's become a bit of a stand-up trope thing to do an accent of something and they go a bit racist and you go mm, you're actually um, really mis-equating what racism is there yeah. and and I don't know if it's helpful to the overall debate like mm. I don't know for me I just I think there's it's I think sometimes you have to talk about things that people find a bit uncomfortable in order to say what needs to be said about them instead yeah. of just going like, "That's well, not for me to say and backing away from yeah, it.
2: That's that's pretty much me, I think. <laughs> <laughs> it's too scared.
3: Yeah. Yeah. But that's why, like, I, I don't know, I just put a lot of thought into it because... I get anxious that I would upset somebody with it, but the any material is, I'm doing. Inevitably some about people it. will
2: get offended, but wherever they're right for the offended, that's the difference, isn't it? Yeah. If you know what I mean. And
3: all often, like, I think like I have a joke in um in the last show I just did where I talk about depression and, um, because in, in that show, I'm talking about like not being able to have kids, but having depression instead. And I do like a whole bit where I compare, depra- um, compare depression to children. Yeah. And then I talk about having my depression and, and I treat it like a baby. So like through mm-hmm. the show, the depression is my baby. Yeah. And I talk about naming it. And then I say like, the joke is, um. I didn't know what to name my depression. It's hard enough naming a baby. What do you call a ball of obsessive thoughts? And then I Mm. say, but some people name their kids after where they were conceived. So I thought I'd do that with the depression. So I did. I called it Inside Every Silence. (laughs) And that, (laughs) I think that's one of the funniest jokes I've ever written. It's really funny. It never made the whole audience laugh. The only people that laughed at it were the people around the room that I pretty much was sure they had some history of depression.
2: Then do you think... It's just a matter of, it as an observation, some people just don't relate to it who haven't... I think it's a mixture
3: of that, and it just makes people feel really tense if they don't get it. So they're going... Oh God, that's so bleak inside every silence. There's something all the S sounds in that. It's not a comforting sentence to hear
1: scary inside
3: every silence could also be, it could almost be like the title of a horror film. So I think it made people that didn't get Uh what I meant really angsty, but then you'd have like four or five people in every audience will absolutely piss themselves at it. And you go, you know what I mean? You're the people that listen to podcasts all the time so that you don't have to hear your own thoughts.
2: But because you like, you believe so much in that joke, you know, no, that's good. Everything about that joke is good because it's funny and it's there's a point. You keep that in. I've left that in. Yeah, I've yeah. added a
3: topper that makes the whole room laugh. Oh, yeah. So I say, I call it Inside Every Silence and then wait and I've left that awkward pause in and then I go, or ISIS for short. <laughs> and then I compare <laughs> the depression to a terrorist cell mm. and that gets the whole room on board yeah, because yeah. everybody knows what I mean by that. Yeah. But yeah, I've left that I could take it out, but, but there's no, something about it because I'm like, no, nah, that one's jokes for me. <laughs> that I
2: know are good but, and don't work, and I'm just like, no. Like if you've got a whole show full of solid gaggy stuff, you can have one bit that's really. Yeah. I yeah. think. Come on, what are we doing it for?
3: Yeah. Do you ever have ones that are just like such a random subject that people just are so thrown by this?
2: Just suddenly. Yeah. Up? Yeah, there's some bits I can't put into any section. So the joke that got on the, one of the joke of the fringe lists was combine harvesters and you'll have a really big restaurant which is such a random thing just to come out with. Yeah. Combine harvesters. Like it's such a weird thing. So that, so although that got, I think it was like number six on the list, In when I do it live, it doesn't get a big laugh. Whoever came in to watch the show to sort of choose those jokes just thought, oh, that's quite clever.
3: I think that really works written down. There you go. Because of the intonation pro- on combine.
2: Yeah. So that probably is the Yeah, so some jokes do just work better written down.
3: Yeah. One of the first bits of stand-up I ever did, for some reason someone said, I bet you can't do a five-minute set entirely on sleeping bags. And so I wrote loads of one-liners about sleeping bags. And I (laughs) would so love there to be like a a reality where I could ever use those jokes again, but they're so like not anything like anything else I do, then yeah, it would be, be so random. random. Yeah. Well,
2: what are they then? Can you remember them? The
3: only ones I can remember, there was... Um, what's the Sleeping Bag's favourite musical instrument? Bagpipes. What's the Sleeping Bag's favourite <laughs> TV dose. show? Bagpuss. What's the Sleeping <laughs> Bag's favourite film? <laughs> Titanic, because they love the luxurious liner. And that I can't remember any <laughs> of the other ones.
2: That's so nice.
3: What did... Why did the little?
2: See, I why could, did the little
3: I, sleeping bag cry himself to sleep?
2: I don't know. Because
3: they bombed Baghdad. I had loads of them. I had like a ten minutes all all about See, sleeping bags. You know what? Bags. In my
2: act, that's something that would just slide in. Oh, you can have those jokes two, then. Please so... take
3: those jokes and use them because it kills me that they just sit there.
2: That's so good, but so yeah, but you but you'd need all of those to make the whole thing work. Yeah,
3: like the triad of. Sp- Titanic being the odd third one, yeah, it's yep, a bit perfect. like your one of oh, a joke of marks that works. um Your what? Uh, really? What's the one you do in your set that Should- ends with the blowjob?
2: See, that is it. That is exactly the same that your husband pointed out to me earlier you, in you this time three yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. But yeah, you're just playing with the
3: yeah. That's the same as bag purse bagpipes Titanic. And liner.
2: the time that Titanic one is clever, so yeah. they have to think. Yeah, because they're expecting a bag. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's, my, it's right up my street. Do
3: you know what? That set is so old. That is the material. That is. I, I did stand up at uni, and that was the second set I ever did at Monkey oh, Shine. Oh, wow. It was cool. all sleeping bags. I might thing. have even been there. Maybe.
2: I went to watch Monkey Shine a few times when I, I, I was working. I stood in a camp.
3: sleeping bag and told
2: all these jokes. Oh, did like, you? Yeah. Yeah, because <laughs> that, yeah, <laughs> that course was all into that sort of thing of like. Do yeah, it, like messing very, about with the whole construct.
3: Yeah, because you were sort of studying the effect that things had. So, because cause that course wasn't about like trying to become a comedian. It was more about like looking at jokes and joke theory and joke structure and stuff. Yeah. It there was you were encouraged quite a lot to play about with things, and you weren't meant to get to the end of the year and have a solid ten minutes. You were meant to get yeah. to the end of the year and go. Oh, I think I understand why, Comedia is a better room than. A corn exchange hall, yeah. you know, is that mm. kind of focus.
2: So I did have found one that is got got a good response online, but I don't think would work live. Okay. I did try it live and it didn't really work. Do you like Disney?
3: Yeah.
2: Do you, do you know Disney well?
3: I don't know if this is a setup of the joke. Oh, but it's not. Yes, I do. It's
2: not.
3: <laughs> My nervousness. They're like, yeah. Do
2: you know Cogsworth? Yeah. Oh, you do. See, I didn't know that. I had to look it up.
3: Yeah, he's the clock in Beauty yeah, yeah, yeah. and Brilliant.
2: Okay, so I just added Cogsworth to. I oh, know, no. Actually, I I explained who he was in the setup because mm-hmm. just in case people didn't know who he was. So I put the talking clock after it, which ideally you wouldn't put in there because it's words you don't yeah. need. But I think you do need it. So I've added Cogsworth, the talking clock, to the top of my favourite Disney characters lists. That's first place for the time being.
3: Nice.
2: Because he's a time being.
3: Yeah, that's, that's really great. It's
2: clever-ish. But, and I think we've given people time. I think it did well online because people that did know who he was, they'd be like, oh, that's a yeah. Good one. Yeah.
3: That's the sort of thing as well that people want to retweet to show that they've got it.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know,
3: like a, I get that joke. Um, I reckon that would work out loud if you could have a series of those.
2: Uh, okay so that would um
3: could you like do time like time. A, almost like a dinner party like i've invited cogsworth that's head of the table for the time being um are there uh, other ones yeah. like what um disney? yeah i've i've put i've put bambi by the fireplace because i know she gets cold the little deer do you know what i mean like could oh, you have yeah. a whole like fake dinner party that you could
2: yes put I different can. disney
3: characters into i,
2: I went to the magic carpet shop but i couldn't get one because i wasn't allowed in yeah that's one of that's one of mine uh, that could work because she could be setting the whole house up for the D- Disney party. Yeah, <laughs> something about uh, dwarves, seven dwarves. <laughs> That's not offensive. there mean tend to get tense again. I get, I get tense because Joel, when I bring something up, he, he, he does a thing with his shoulders where he gets tense. <laughs> he gets tense. He knows I'm going to say something awkward.
3: Uh, yeah, I wanted to invite the seven dwarves. I had to make sure we had some coke in. Um, because they're minors or something or I couldn't invite Michael Jackson because they're minors or something oh. do you know what I mean like that's the seven dwarves you do that with them
2: are they minors yeah hi ho how is it yeah
3: what do you spend your time doing you don't watch, you don't watch don't really Harry Potter watch. or Disney no how have you written jokes
2: with this little knowledge of popular culture do you know what I came up with a time being bit and I thought what's a famous clock <laughs> 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 <I> basically <baked
1: it. laughs>
2: That was Laura Lex <laughs> Get out <laughs> I thought I'd try and give a bit more energy. That was too much energy for the outro. Yeah. yeah. yeah Is what, that too much? It's I, too much. I thought that would get people interested in the outro because normally some people, they might just sort of turn off after the interview's done. So I thought oh, they'd good. be like, whoa, what's happening? <laughs> That's and, quite a and, good and idea. I reckon, I reckon they're still listening, to be honest with you. They strong. probably are, yeah. So thank you, uh, Laura, for for being on the podcast. Brilliant. Really interesting, I thought. Amazing. Lovely podcast. It was lovely. Yeah. Um, we've got great ones coming up. We've got some really good guests. So make sure you hit subscribe and please, uh, if you can be bothered, I mean, oh, I, don't I don't think I could be asked. But if you can, yeah. if you like the podcast and you want to keep doing it, I'm going to threaten again that we won't do it again. We will always do it, but yeah. but we might not. So go along and give us a five star review if you if you feel like it on iTunes. It helps the podcast and everything. Yeah. Um, tweet me at Jokes with Mark with any ideas or thoughts on jokes that have come up in the podcast today. Um, and who have we got next week, Joel? Who are we going to go for? Do you know? You look like shocked that you don't We've got quite a few recorded That's the thing Which is really nice We have, yeah We should get like a Tom Bowler I don't know him (laughs) Do you not know Tom Bowler? No, I don't know Tom (laughs) Bowler Well, he's the guest next week so Excellent, well tune in But who have we got recorded? So just to give people a bit of an idea Nick Helm Nick Helm David Trent David Trent Pete Furman Lauren Patterson, Lauren Patterson. I've just got a copy of what you say Oh great, Chris Rock (laughs) <laughs> I, I wish let's I tell you what everyone tweet Chris Rock and ask him if he'll do it mm. I'd like him on it yeah how many how many tweets do you reckon it takes to convince Chris Rock Um. I, well going by how many we've been getting so far not enough <laughs> <laughs> uh, look do you want to hear Chris Rock's take on the human statue joke I'd love that tweet him I'd really like that yeah Yeah. tweet Chris Rock at Chris is it at Chris Rock yeah, it must it be must be he's got to have the Chris Rock handle surely surely He'd be so annoyed if he didn't. Mm. Um, Yeah, so tweet Chris Rock. uh, And uh, with a bit of luck in a few weeks, you'll hear that interview. Bye.